What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 650 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Katie, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter.com is an awesome website that you could use where if you're looking to build your team, you only have to use ZipRecruiter.com to do so because instead of putting out a job description on all those different job sites that are out there, they will do all the hard lifting for you with a couple clicks. All you have to do is send a job description to ZipRecruiter.com and they send it out there and do all the legwork for you and they find the best candidates. They screen, they do all the stuff for you so you don't have to do that and you can focus on just finding the right people because that's one of the hardest things to do and uh, if you're looking to build your team, maybe you're a solopreneur looking to add an additional person to your side to do some web development or whatever you need done or maybe you have a team already and you're looking to fill in a position that, that somebody left, Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. And guess what? It's free to use if you go through that link. So ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. All right, thanks so much. And here's today's question from Katie. Hey, Pat, Kate here. Uh, thanks for everything that you do. You are totally amazing. My question is about guest posting uh, or any form of getting in front of someone else's audience. You say that you should, uh, when you approach them, talk about what you can do for them in exchange. And my question is, how do you know what the going rate kind of is for that or what kinds of things you should offer, uh, especially so that you don't underbid and maybe burn a bridge or offend them? Um, so any resources or anything you could point out? I look forward to uh, your response. Uh, thank you so much. Hey, Katie, thank you so much for the question. When you say going rate for guest blogging, it almost makes it sound like you have to pay for that. And uh, it, you, you don't need to pay to do guest blogging, and I actually wouldn't recommend doing that. There are ways to go and get in front of other people's audiences, and when I say provide value, there's a lot of different ways to do that. You can uh, share an article, or you can help them out in some way. Maybe you they have a book and you write a review on it, or maybe they have a course and you talk about it a little bit or share that on your email list or talk about it on your website. There's a number of different ways to do that. The number one thing you want to do is first make sure that you get on their radar, and the best way to do that is to help them with something that they're working on too or something that they've done already. So that's, that's what I mean by, by providing value in that way. And of course, you want to make sure that you write up a guest post that provides value to their audience too. And I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, even if you don't um, help them out in some way, like I mentioned before, helping their audience out and giving them some incredible content that would be useful for them, that's going to be impressive to the person who owns that blog who will then be more likely to publish that article. Now, the reason I say you'd want to provide some sort of thing first for them is because that way you're on their radar and it's not just a cold, hey, can you do this for me? You're actually doing something for them first and human nature comes into play, their law of reciprocity. When you do something for somebody else, they're going to be more likely to do something back for you too. So that's that's what I would recommend. A, a quick and easy way to, to, to do this if you want some actionable advice would be to you know plan ahead see whose guests or whose blogs you want to guest post on, who, what podcast episodes you want to become a guest on, and do a roundup post. Do your top 25 experts in this field and you know put their picture in there, add a little description, talk them up, and share that post. Those posts, typically those roundup posts, become very popular. A lot of, a lot of times those people will share them, so you're going to get some additional exposure, but at the same time, you're going to get on their radar. They're going to know that they know 
right, they're going to know that you know them, and uh, it'll make it a little bit easier when you reach out to them for that ask. Now, I will say that when people approach me with a guest post, the ones that I normally say yes to, I actually don't say yes to very many at all. And now I'm at the point where I'm actually reaching out to people for guest posts for specific advice and articles on certain topics that I know that are in my editorial calendar that I want to cover. So that, that's how I'm approaching it now. But if you're just starting out, you know, I know that when back in the day when I used to accept more guest posts, it was more likely for me to say yes if I had already seen uh, uh, if I've obviously already know about that person, but even if I didn't, if that guest post was already written and I knew that it was written specifically for my blog, not just kind of cookie cutter sent out there to everybody, it would give me an opportunity to read that and quite easily see if that was something worthwhile to be on the blog or not. And if not, then it was easy for me to say no. If yes, then I would then reach back out to that person, refine it, and, and that sort of thing, and help that person. Um, you know, Typically, it would go through two or three rounds of, of edits, but because I saw it first, because I knew this person spent the time to write something up, and it was a topic that I was very interested in that I would want to share with my audience too, it was more likely for me to say yes to actually vet, vet out that idea and see if it was a post uh, worthy of being on SPI. So you know, that's that, that, you know, I don't think in any of that you would potentially burn bridges. I think the only way you might do that is if you see something wrong on their site or in their blog or in their podcast and you call them out on it in a disrespectful way. I don't know. I don't, I think most of us have common sense and wouldn't do that, but you know, you don't want to offend anybody. I think that's where the burning of bridges may happen. You don't want to offend anybody. But if you're at, if you're sharing their stuff, if you're providing value in that way, um, you, you're not going to do that. You're only strengthening that bridge, I guess you could say. So anyway, hopefully that helps, Katie. There's also a great post on guest blogging that I remember on viperchill.com, Glenn Alsop's website. So if you look up Viper Chill and guest blogging, you're going to find an article that is one of those timeless articles that works over and over and over again. He's done a great job of breaking down the process of reaching out and how that works and you know that sort of thing. So you can find some even more detailed advice there. But hopefully what I mentioned here is helpful too. So thank you so much, Katie. I appreciate you. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. Thank you so much. And for everybody else out there, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Yasin Barodi. Our digital future is about enabling better productivity and decision-making to enjoy a better quality of life. Thanks so much. And I look forward to serving you in tomorrow's episode of Ask Pat. Thank you.